The creation of all things isn't an arbitrary, accidental appearance, neither is it a quixotic display of divine power, nor again is it the inception of a primal battle between good and evil. Instead, the creation is the beginning of a covenant in which God provides abundance and wonder while we respond with praise, gratitude and obedience. Genesis gives us two creation stories. The first, an ambiguously focused on the power of God. It's a majestic liturgical poem with the refrain, it is good, it is very good. God provides order amid chaos and trustworthy forms of food production. God makes humanity the priest of creation and inaugurates the Sabbath as crown of creation. God didn't rest because of being tired. God made rest for contemplation and enjoyment. Here's Haydn's stirring version of the first creation account. The second creation account is much more focused on the place of humankind. Humanity is part of the earth, made from dust. Its role is to be caretaker for the rest of creation. It has limits. It's certainly not God, but more like the rest of creation. Together, creation is grand and abundant, but precarious and vulnerable. Humanity models being with God and with creation but there's a scar on the demeanor of creation. Instead of enjoying all things, humanity begins to use them. 
Abundance turns to scarcity. The quality of togetherness is strained. Being with becomes unusual, neglected, out of reach. Sabbath is eroded. Trust is destroyed. God's commitment to be with us turns from being the most natural thing in, th in the world into an achievement to be sought after, longed for, reached only through sacrifice. Here's an account of thing how things ought to be. Albert Bailey's hymn, O Lord of Every Shining Constellation.
Genesis is not the only account of creation in the Bible. Five of the Psalms voice Israel's confidence in and gratitude for the plentiful world. The book of Job has several reflections on God's creative power. The central chapters of Isaiah are concerned with how Israel's God is stronger than the Babylonian gods the Jews encountered in exile. The new creation is described in Isaiah 65, an account that shapes the new heaven and earth of Revelation chapter 21. And most importantly, Matthew's account of the virgin birth sees Jesus as the new creation, using the Greek word Genesis to describe the miracle. The same theme dominates the words of John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word, which deliberately imitates the start of Genesis. Here's Haydn's conclusion to his great oratorio, the wondrous sense that God has finished.